Hi and welcome everyone to the 106th episode of CM Rocks. This is Marcus Alonson and today's podcast will be about Catalyst. And with me today I have Helena Fuchs from Microsoft. Since October 2016, Helena Fox has been the business area manager for Dynamics 365 and Power Platform at Microsoft Sweden. She has previously worked there as a product manager for Office 365 and has a background in sales and marketing in the hardware industry from Samsung to Dell. She's passionate about new opportunities created through cloud digitization and contributes to better and smarter future. In her spare time, Helena is a sports fan who likes to spend time with her family and friends. She sings in a choir and is constantly curious about things that can make life a little bit easier and above all, more fun. Welcome, Helena Fuchs. Thank you so much for having me on the show. What a privilege to join on the 106th episode. How are you doing today, Helena? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Uh, We are going through weird times. We don't meet people that often. But today I'm feeling good. Yeah, that's always good. I'm getting just a tad uh, bored or let's say tired of this pandemic so i'm hoping that some of these uh, restrictions will end soon but as a business area manager what is it that you do that's a very good question so if if you think of me as a as a, a business owner of uh, microsoft dynamics and and power platform it's in my interest to make sure that we have the right products for for the swedish market of course so i'm representing sweden and and our customers and our partners as well. So so for me, the most crucial topics is, do we have the right services? Are our partners trained to go to market and help our customers to gain all the benefits with cloud? Do we have sales capacity within Microsoft to take on this opportunity, etc.? It's, uh, it's pretty close to, to looking after any business area. It's just within Microsoft and Microsoft Sweden. Yeah, there is a lot to choose from. Yes, yes, correct. We're customers all the time. What's your last memorable customer experience as a customer? Oh, you mean myself as a customer? Yeah, when you've been a customer. Oh, that's very interesting. (laughs) During this pandemic, everything is so digital. So we are consuming a lot through the digital space, of course. I have to think about this one. Okay, I'll share a very fun one with you. In my personal life and and in my professional life, I haven't traveled a lot in a very long time, similar to many of us, of course. Uh, And recently, I I bought a ticket to travel abroad, private, that is. And just a few days after, I was sent an email giving me the opportunity to buy at a very favorable price a ticket to the same destination prior to the one that I had already bought. I think that is that was very creative, and uh, but not really what I expected. So yeah. that, that's that's just one example of of you know how things can can turn out. But there are there are so many so many other situations that I could share with you, like going to the gym in the middle of the night. You know everything has changed and everything has been to my benefit. So just yeah. If we look at Catalyst, what, what is Catalyst? Let's just call it a framework. We have come up with a framework uh, called Catalyst with the ambition to help business achieve 
their transformation much faster and gain much more value than we are used to. So you could think of this as a traditional customer journey or a sales cycle. But what has happened, and, and it, it honestly started long before the pandemic. So this is not the result of the pandemics. So what has happened is the need to transform is, is going so much faster. So Catalyst is more or less the framework to help customers to understand business value much, much sooner uh, in a sales journey than what we used to do in, in the past when we had much more time to go through the <laughs> transformation. Does that answer the, your question? Yeah, I think so. And I like the term because I think it's from like a chemical reaction that you lower the energy that you have to insert to get some process going, right? So increase the rate of the chemical reaction. So I think this is really good because the catalyst is never consumed in that process. So I like the term to accelerate business in technology and not be consumed by it. So. Really good one. Yeah, thank you for recognizing that. I, I, I agree. It's, it's a perfect fit with the ambition of the framework and, and the outcome. So how does this relate to the earlier SureStep? Because that's been around, around for like decades now. Yes, it has. And then we are continuing to drive the, let's just call it the old SureStep model, if we call the catalyst the, the new framework. But it's not an either or it's a joint effort. So we will continue to drive SureStep, uh, but we also need to improve how we, how we help our customers. And, and again, I cannot emphasize it enough, the importance of speed things up. If we look at Catalyst itself, where does it come from? Does it come from Dynamics? Is it sort of the business application part of Microsoft that has invented this or how does it look? And that's a very good question. The, the origin of Catalyst is from the business applications space within Microsoft. For us that are, are used to go to work every day and we, we talk about, you know, replacing your old business applications, it can be a CRM or an ERP. We know that's a very, very painful process. And, and we know that it's a long sales cycle. It's a long implementation cycle. It takes a very, very long time to go through a change of a business application. Uh, so it, it has its origin within Dynamic. And, and what has happened, and I touched on this earlier, uh, that the, the need for speed has increased. So I'm, I'm thinking of a survey that I, I read, and it's from last year, late last year. It's a Swedish survey, and 50% of the responding companies, they'd said that poorly constructed business applications was the main threat to profitable operations. That means that customers are, are painfully aware of that they need to do something. And one thing that is holding them back uh, is not... It's not the, the knowledge of knowing they, they need to do this. It's the skills of what they can do today with cloud services and, uh, and AI and all of the new things that has been invented since they did their last implementation of a, of, of a CRM. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons why we have, when we, why we developed the Catalyst program. So we are trying to shorten the, the customer journey from maybe, I don't know, 
a year, two years, three years time to maybe down to six months, because that's sort of the, the space where they need to act. And, and if you think about what I just said, if you were a customer and you, you knew I have to do something today, but I don't have the skills or the knowledge of what I can get. How do we do this? And that's where this framework comes in place. Uh, it's, it's a customer journey to help them understand the, the business outcome much, much, much sooner in this in the cycle than they have been used to in the past. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So it's much, much more customer focused from a partner point of view than the let's say earlier sure step ever was. Yes, you are absolutely right. We're talking about customer transformation and customer value acceleration. I think that those two might be some of the key topic key areas to to if if you only remember two things from this from this podcast, you know, think about the customer value acceleration and the customer outcome. Uh, that that's the main purpose of this. So it's really to help the customer or the business at the customer, help them find what are the top priorities based on, okay, what's the best value? What's the sort of roadmap that can bring that the fastest and all of these steps that's included in these? Yes, you could put it that way. Again, it's a framework with a starting point and an end point. And, and during that cycle, you take the customers through their buying journey, but in a shorter time frame than we did in the past. And I think that the a catalyst, it, it's designed in four various areas, and the four of them are equally as important. But maybe the first one is, is the most important <laughs> The first stage within Catalyst is the inspire phase. And that's simply, you talk about the customer. Where do you want to be in the future? Imagine your future. Where do you want to go? So it's it's like an imagine phase, an ideation phase, because the customer doesn't know how to get there. They only know where they want to go because they have little knowledge about what can be done in cloud and with the new services. So that's the, the most important stage. And at that stage, you will most likely identify one business area where you want to start. But at the same time, you have already identified the full digital transformation and you can map that together with the customer. So you, you more or less give them a picture of how do I do it? It's not only, you know, <laughs> why should I? It's more of how, because everyone yeah. knows that they, they should. Yeah, and that's good. But um, I'm thinking, does this incorporate some of the agile and agile organization parts as well? Because, I mean, you want to achieve not just digitization, but perhaps that people are inspired that they are concerned about the results right yes of course i mean we are all we are all business oriented and we want to come to to a result but it's it's funny you mentioned that because something that that we have learned for the for, for a couple of years now i would say that sometimes the desire to change it sort of overrules the feasibility uh, meaning that you know 
the profit might be, you know, not the runner-up. It might be the desire to change that is the urge to do something and not the profit. And, and I, I dare to say that that is a change uh, if, if we look at, at the past. And, and now I'm, I'm guessing. Um, Maybe that change is because our, our, if you look at this, a sustainable business, you know, how much do I need to transform? I, I need to be agile all the time and change, change, change. And maybe that's part of the desire to, to, to make the right changes. Uh, and maybe that tops uh, the, the profitable question sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's important because to me, making these changes might be that our employees do less repetitive stuff and get to do more valuable stuff in, or or yeah, stuff like it <laughs> <laughs> or tasks, whatever you will say here. And so they bring more value and they feel better about themselves. That alone can be a huge improvement for a customer. So I, I think this is important to not, ju not just consider um, what can we do for our, I don't know, shareholders, but for everyone, for our customers, for employees, for each and everyone. So, yeah. And, and first, there are some, you know, we could list a, a number of trends driving this. But, but one of them is, of course, the one that you mentioned. How do we get young people to want to work at my company? How do I become an attractive employer? And it's not because I have a lot of uh, manual tasks that needs to be performed. And, uh, you know, that's, we don't even need to address that because it's so easy to understand that that's not how you recruit young talents. Uh, but it could also be thinking about, you know, how do I transform my products and services? Do I need to catch up or maybe I'm the leader? But it could also be how can we how can we use technology to uh, okay this is a big question but but how can we how can we use technology to improve society you know we can talk about healthcare we can talk about environmental questions education it, it's a big it's a big area but but that alone is one of the trends driving you know how can the society benefit from the technology changes that we are seeing yeah and and i feel fortunate to be in this pla power platform area then because a lot of these can of course be sold by that so that's why i understand that it comes from a dynamics focus perhaps brought to power platform and then brought to the bigger microsoft 365 and azure areas that are of course available to everyone yeah, I'm just thinking, Marcus, that's, uh, that's exactly th what happens if you are in a customer conversation and you think about the idea phase of Catalyst, you will recognize that there is a problem uh, or an opportunity. Uh, and then you need to address how do we solve it in the best way? Uh, and the solution might be Power Platform or it might be Azure. It, you know, it can be so many various things uh, or just the cultural change. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to not start with that. But if we look into more of the beginning here, what sales play to you? Um, that's a great question. Sales play is a word that we have used within Microsoft for a very long time. And I dare to say that in the past, a sales play more or less 
equal the product within Microsoft. So you address a specific area of pain at the customer and you had a solution at hand to solve that problem. So more or less, it was, it was equal to a, a product. But if we, um, if we think about what I mentioned earlier about customers knowing that, that uh, the, their, the poorly constructed um, business applications was preventing them, that's business applications in plural. So it's not one area. There might be many areas that are holding them back from, from profitable, profitability or whatever the, the KPI that they want to meet. So when we talk about sales place within Microsoft today, uh, I'd like to say that I, that we can separate them in, in, two, in two buckets. Uh, one being industry focus. So what, what problem areas have we identified within an industry? What, what are our customers going through? So from an industry perspective, um, how, how could we meet an, an industry need? Uh, and from the other perspective, we talk about the bigger picture, not only addressing one problem area. And, and a good example of that, uh, let, let me just simplify this. Uh, in the past, if we talked about an, an area, let's just say sales, how do I improve my sales? How do I make my sales more efficient? Today, we would have a conversation about how do you work uh, as a customer with integrated sales and marketing? How do you pick up signals from customer service to improve your sales? So we don't separate the discussions in various buckets. We think about the bigger picture to, to help the customer to understand that when you go cloud, there is so much more you can do than just to look at one single thing. Uh, you know, don't stop at improving your sales by, you know, <laughs> investing in, in a sales business application. Think about what else can I do to improve sales? And I think that sales and marketing and customer service, those go really well hand in hand uh, in that conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> If I'm am a partner here and I would like to try Catalyst, why should I care about Catalyst in the first place? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, maybe maybe you will be ahead of the game, or maybe Catalyst will catch up with you, because we as Microsoft are talking to our customers about the Catalyst program, because again. It is a customer value acceleration framework. So we talk to our customers about, you know, how would we like to take you through your customer journey? Uh, and that the answer to that would be catalyst, of course. So, so either you are ahead of the game uh, and you read up on the catalyst and what it means for you as a partner, or maybe one of your customers will, will, will give you a call and say, you know, I'd like to speak to you about catalyst. How, how do we do this? Uh, because our partners are super important in this program. Uh, this is something that we do together with partners and customers. Uh, so it's, it's a joint effort. To, to accelerate the customer transformation. So there is like a Catalyst program and I can be certified at this and be, I don't know, Catalyst ready? 
Correct, correct. And, uh, and as always, there's tons of information at Microsoft to read up on uh, when you are a partner. But uh, I would I would definitely spend some time, you know, go, go to the partner uh, network and search for Catalyst. And, it, and it's simply, you know, it, it's a model on how we sell things. You know, this is where we start. This is the next step. This is the third step. Uh, and at the end of the day, we will have we will realize customer value, and and uh, of course we will start to think about the next project. Uh, so it's 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 not uh, mumbo jumbo. How do you say that in English? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 pretty straightforward. It's just that we have shortened it. So yeah. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how do you say mumbo jumbo in English? That's a yeah. good question. Uh, I need to read up on that. <laughs> well, let's leave that aside. Um, <laughs> um, as a customer, then why should I care about this Cus Catalyst program? And if my partner is Catalyst ready? So you are a customer, and and if I would put myself in a customer's shoes, I'm in a hurry. I need to do something uh, and I'm not looking at what investment I'm going to do in, in 2030. I need to do something and maybe I need to do something within a year, within two years. You know, I have a deadline and and it's um, it's important that I act now. And if you would talk to, to one partner that says, okay, let's start this project and we're going to do a lot of analysis and, and then at the end of the day, we will come up with a, a business value realization and we will do a demo. Uh, and, and then we, you know, we are maybe nine months ahead, 12 months ahead, maybe even longer. Then and, we and have that... like 15 dates. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. And as a customer, you would go like, can we speed up the process? <laughs> we need yeah. to do this by Christmas. Well, yeah. maybe Christmas is a little bit far-fetched, but, but, but that's the point. You know, by, by working with this framework, uh, we have an end point and then we know, okay, for during two weeks, this is what we're going to do. And the third week, that's when we have the first, uh, let's call it business value insights uh, to help the customer understand what will my benefits be, what KPIs will I meet, and, and so forth. And, and then you go to the next phase, you know, maybe during three weeks, you go through solution assessments. Uh, our partners know this. They, they do this. It's just that we have shortened the cycle with this model. Uh, that really helps both them and the customer to speed up the investment. And, yeah, and so it's shorter say, time to market, and it's the most valuable or most prioritized things first, right? So you always have these things in mind while you go through this process. Yes, uh, absolutely. And uh, and this is not a model that will challenge quality. That's important to call out. We're still looking for, for quality and customer outcome. So it's just that the, the model helps to speed things up uh, with this, this framework. So it's, it's still as important uh, to do the, uh, the design the right way, to get people on board, uh, to, to find the, the, the stakeholders within the organizations that will help to carry out the message and, and also transform because that's that what needs to happen as well. You need to have your, your employees on board uh, as a customer. So we're not challenging 
all the things that needs to happen. We're just shorting it. Yeah. So this process has four steps in it, right? The idea. So it's E, no, sorry, I, D, E, and A. Idea. So it's inspire, design, empower, and achieve. Can you talk a little bit about the steps in order then? So what's the inspire phase? Yeah, we, we touched on it a little bit already. I got a little bit carried away earlier in this oh, call. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but, but the first phase, is, um, that's that, I mean, it's how do we inspire? And again, we need to help our customers to understand uh, what they can do with the new services and, and, and the speed of development, product development. So it, it's all about, you know, as a customer, what is your future state of business? Where do you want to go? What is your ambition? Where do you want to be? And that is when you identify the, the customer's digital transformation journey. And, and we've talked about this digital transformation journey for, for a very long time, but this is, you know, this is the how. What, what does it look like? It, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a word. It's, it's an actual thing for my business. Yeah. So you want to sort of mentalize your inner John Lennon and imagine your future state, right? Yeah, that's a, that, that's a well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> but we also need to consider, you know, who's in the room. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the customer knows their business best and where they want to go. Uh, and we, together with our partners, are the best to help them understand how do you get there? Uh, because you know that's where we come from. That's what we do when we go to work. So th this is really when we when we draw the map uh, about where do you want to go, and this is also the phase where you identify the most critical or the most desired uh, area to to improve. Yeah. So the next step then is design. The design phase. It's. Um, Let's see how I should put it. It's it's not a, about design as we think about it. It's more of you know how do you qualify the value? You know how do you qualify um, your business case for the for the technological that the technological impact will have? You know, so, so you it's need like to put, quantify them. Yeah, uh, yes, it is, and and this is where you go through like a business value assessment. If we do this, what will be the actual outcome? And I think that this is also something that we we really can help our customers with. We can tell them very very early in the in the customer journey what the actual outcome will be. And that's also one thing that that really differs because uh, in the in the past we had a project together with the customer, and then you know after a couple of years we could go back and said, okay, what was the actual business impact? <laughs> but but yeah. today with a lot of fine tools and knowledge about other what other customers have done, we we can get to a number or we can help them identify you know their business values. So so that would be in the in the design phase. And and of course we would also look at uh, somewhere in the design phase is where you go from the commercial to the technical decision because both of them are equally important when you invest in them. Yeah. Uh, in business application yeah and here you can get some really good like kpis what does success look like do we hit them or not so you get very tangible sort of yeah success factors right if we hit this then that's 
a one instrument for uh, success. Yeah, you're right, and and this is also you know maybe one of of the most important stages where our partners can make a big difference uh, with knowledge from other projects, with you know the experience that they have from from driving projects. Because we we as Microsoft, you know, we are we are uh, the vendor behind the services. But our partners, they carry so much knowledge and learnings uh, that they can bring to the table in, in these discussions. So the third step then, that's empower. What's that's that? the <laughs> empower. I'm not sure that there is a Swedish word for, for empower, but it's a powerful world. So this is the phase where you you bring more people on board uh, and you need to have a lot of stakeholders and you need you need thoughtfully to think about how do you guide people through what needs to change. So that's that's the empower phase. You do a lot of analysis. You knew, you review the business processes and what the objectives are to do the changes. But to simplify it, this where you is where you get people on board and you build a roadmap on on how to to take things forward. And the last part then, that's the achieve. What, how do we achieve something? Uh, you know, the, the achieve phase, this is where you, you need to, to wrap it up and to actually achieve everything that you had an idea to achieve in, in the beginning of the customer journey. So, um, um, so it's not like implementing something to develop something. It's... It's something no, else, right? It's something else. It's more like, you know, uh, how how do we work with personalized demonstrations? Uh, how do we um, how do we demo the story across uh, the organization so so we can expand and get more people on board and maybe also identify even more opportunities? So uh, this phase is about. Uh, empowering and, and demonstrating the the solution and the objectives behind the solution. All right, it looks very interesting. But is there like a site that I can go to to find more information about Microsoft Catalyst? Uh, there is, and and as a partner, I would go to the Microsoft Partner Network and read about it a little bit more. Uh, and, and and there you can also find, uh, you know what we what we want how do we want to collaborate with partners on this uh, but also what will we tell our customers so the partners can prepare about the conversations that we have had with customers uh, so I, I would definitely go there uh, and for for those of you that did not attend one of the digital events that we had this summer uh, i know for a fact that there were a few sessions uh, about catalyst so that you could listen into uh, from the the uh, so like the inspire if you miss something on inspire yes 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 correct uh, so that's also a good advice if you are more into a listening mode uh, th then you can listen into one of those sessions um, but but again this this is not something it's not a silver bullet really it's just a way to take the traditional sales cycle uh, and the customer journey down to a shorter period of time with the ambition to accelerate the customer value. Do, do you have like requirements for partners to be catalyst ready for something? Like 
if you want to have some customers to be on the fast track, is Catalyst program a requirement for that? Uh, so my, my suggestion would be talk to your Microsoft representative about the Catalyst program and what's in it for you as a partner, because this is a big investment area for us as Microsoft. Uh, we have been driving it for two years already. The first year was a little bit of a pilot, and this year it's it's full Monty. Uh, so if you want to learn more, just please reach out to your Microsoft contact about you know how how you can contribute and how we can collaborate. I like the reference full Monty. If we want to know more about you, do you have like any public speaking scheduled? Well, uh, that's also an interesting question because many of the the events that we normally participate in, they have gone digital. Uh, But uh, this uh, fall, we will be talking at the sales conference. So for the audience that are interested in in CRM, uh, we will be one of the speakers at the sales conference uh, in November. I believe it's on the 18th. So I will be sure to look that up and add that to the show notes so people can find you there. And that's always a great one. The sales conference. Yeah. So who would you recommend as a future guest on this podcast? on this podcast CRM to me is a is a very broad topic indeed uh, it is it, it opens up very, a lot of opportunities it does it does and uh, and you touched on on the opportunities with power platform already uh, i don't know if you have touched on that area i believe that is uh, one of uh, the key areas for future success uh, have you had a guest talking about power platform a little bit but that depends on i mean power platform is so broad today so uh, a little bit about power power automate it was a long time since i had someone on that talked about power bi power apps that was probably a year ago as well so yeah uh, depends so, do you have yeah. something in mind then let's uh I need to think about that carefully. So, uh, so we uh, we addressed an area where you haven't already touched on. Um, let me. I need to get back to you on that one. But what I can right. say is that uh, uh, business intelligence uh, huge interest from customers right now. You know about uh, analysis. What what can we do with the data? Um, uh, and simply, you know, just moving to cloud. That's not the solution. It's what you can do when you're in cloud. And that's yeah. where Power Platform becomes so powerful uh, and uh, and business analytics. Robotics is also an area where we see an increased interest. Uh, like between- uh, Power Automate Desktop. Uh, that exactly, but but also it doesn't have to be the the attended, also the, the unattended. So, oh. um, so robotics, we see a, a big interest I don't know if if this is is because of the of the the pandemics and us working remotely and when, when we don't have the ability to do manual processes anymore. I don't know, yeah. but we see an an increased interest within that area from customers. All right. So if we want to find you, do we find you on LinkedIn, on Twitter, or somewhere like that? Yes, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm I'm not very active on Twitter, so so please uh, reach out to me at LinkedIn. Uh, and for the ones of you that are partners, uh, and the ones of you that are Dynamics partners, you know that we have this Yammer forum for our Dynamics partners, and you can find me there as well. All right, then. Thank you for your participation in CRM Rocks, Helena Fuchs.
thank you for having me and uh, let's uh, keep up the excellent collaboration that, that we have together with you partners uh, there is so much we can do for the swedish society and thanks to your listening and this was just a brief introduction so if you want to know more just go to the the links in the show notes and if you want to subscribe search for crm rocks in your favorite podcast player and you will find it right there and if you want to comment on this show you can go to crmrocks.com see you next time on crm rocks